So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan all while having fun and making a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Vegan Fitness Secrets Podcast. This time it's me. It's a solo episode. Niels, the senior coach. And today I want to talk about something that basically just happened in my life. And I thought that even if that thing is already going on for quite some time, uh, yeah, like in Germany, Corona is um, yeah, getting a bit of a, a comeback, you could say, or a wave that happens here towards winter, very likely. And so I thought it might make sense to address that and to talk a bit about how to come back to training, how to get back into training, strength training, cardio um, after having COVID. Of course, also that applies to having a flu, having um, something like these types of um, sickness or illnesses, right? Like maybe you are down for a week, maybe even two, um, like fever, shivering, cold symptoms, these types of things. So of course, um, as a bit of a disclaimer, that's not medical advice. Never just take my word for gospel and say, okay, Neil said I can go after it, so I'm gonna do so. Please apply all of that knowledge here with common sense. And it's my advice, and I'm just gonna share a little bit about how I'm gonna go about it. And I think that is actually Uh, a thing you might be you're, you can be benefiting of and also I'm not sure of course it depends on how you think about me so far but you might even be surprised about um, how long I'm taking off or how I'm going to back um, back into it so yeah like um, starting that it was about two and a half weeks ago where um, like My wife, my son, um, he's like um, one and a half year old now. My wife, my son and me, we've been invited to like a family birthday party. Nothing um, spectacular, just like a small kind of a coffee and coffee and cake type of afternoon get together. So, um, yeah, we've been there. Like, um, as far as I know, everybody there is like, um, yeah, has been healthy. And we've been there for like a couple of hours, came back. And it was a Saturday on, on Monday. I noticed like... Mm, My throat feels kind of off. I haven't really been too much, too worried actually because apart from that I didn't have any type of symptoms or nothing. But on Tuesday, pretty rapidly actually, it just went worse and worse and worse. And I definitely noticed, okay, something's going on. Um, especially because like my wife and me, I'd say we have quite a good immune system. We haven't been sick for, I don't know, like three years maybe. Haven't had COVID so far. So that was the first time as well. And again, haven't had any other type of cold or flu for years actually. So um, yeah, but it happened, right? Um, sometimes shit happens. That's how it is. Um, you just got to deal with it. And yeah, so it... It, it got us, um, was pretty rough the first couple of days, like three to four days have really been pretty rough. I would have not expected that as a healthy person. I'm 36 years old, I'm trained, I'm relatively lean, so um, not having carrying too much body fat or these type of things. So yeah, um, definitely it got me. And as you might hear my voice, it's, I'm still in recovering mode. That's also why I thought that episode might make sense. And I wanted to share how I'm already thinking about when I'm going back to training and how I go about it. So yeah, without digressing too much, uh, I think uh, I'll let you know. So yeah, two and a half weeks, that's roughly the amount that I, of course I have not been training at all for now 
Because when you are experiencing symptoms, it doesn't matter if it's COVID again or if it's a cold or flu whatsoever, you should not train. Um, yes, I know. Maybe you have been doing it before and maybe you got away with it. Believe me, I also have been doing it before and I got away with it. But I also have been doing it before and did not get away with it. And that was, I think it's quite a while ago, about maybe five or six years, where I was really training a lot more than is actually needed. I was just loving it, training a lot, six to seven days. Um, and I had a cold and stopped for maybe three to four days. And immediately when the worst part was over, I just went right back into it. Although I, if I would be reflecting honestly now, I would need to admit that I still had slow or mild symptoms of a cold, um, but I didn't care. went back into it and then it knocked me down really hard two weeks after that. And I went to the doctor. Usually I, I'm not one who goes to the doctor too often or too soon, too early. Um, so, but this time I really had to. And uh, he also like immediately, he said like, Hey, something is definitely wrong. Like, um, and what are you doing? And I told him my training volume, how a week looks for me, what I'm doing. And he said like that it's, too much and that I'm risking um, a heart muscle inflammation, right? Like I think you call it a myocarditis or something like that in English. Um, um, I think you know what I mean. And that is very, very dangerous because it can even lead to death, right? Um, so yeah, I really took his advice, took about two weeks off, I think afterwards and really just started when I went back and uh, when I was fully recovered. And since then, I take it very serious because in the end, um, it's a little bit how... People sometimes think of it, let's just say, especially when you are maybe like just 20 or so, then sometimes you also get away with stuff like that. But even then, you p might not. And the thing is, what do we think of it psychologically? It's like, okay, hey, I've been resting for four to five days. I should be good now. I will get back into it because most of the times it's fear-based or irrational thinking. Very rarely it's that just somebody like, oh, I love training so much. Not that nobody loves training, right? I do love training, but still it's not mostly that what wants to get us back in there. It's mostly more a fear-based thinking. It's, oh, I lose my progress. I lose my gains. I gain body fat or whatever it might is. I lose my performance performance, my energy, my ability. Um, and instead of then fully resting to when you get back, you are sure that you can really get back into it and train for the long run. No, we risk stupidly going back in there after maybe three to four days and then maybe have to lay off way longer or maybe forever or something serious happens, right? So that is um, why you should simply approach it smart. Think about it smart. Like, Now, what I'm going to do this time, as I said, um, I have not been training for about two and a half weeks now. And since my voice still sounds a little off and I noticed that I still have very mild things. Yeah, you could call symptoms, right? Like very mild symptoms. Um, what I do now is just going for walks with my dog um, and yes, of course, I could be scared, but I know that I won't lose my gains. I'm training three times, four times a week strength-wise for years now. And I won't just lose it within three to four weeks. And you know what? Even if I would, um, I'm just approaching it with a good mindset, with a positive attitude. I'm thinking, you know what? If I would lose a little bit of my gains, hey, I get them back immediately because muscle memory is real. And not only that, hey, I'm all up for some newbie gains. If you got some, <laughs> I'm here. So that's how you should think about it. And what I will be doing, my plan basically is... I wait until I'm definitely fully symptom-free. So I don't know when that will be. Let's just um, take a guess. I'd say today is Thursday. Maybe it's by the end of this week. Maybe it's just by the middle of next week. And even after that, I will take another two to three days just to be really, really sure. So let's just say that I'll take 
of training this week too and also the next week. And after that, that's now what is important is I'm not going to jump immediately back into the same working weights that I've been using or the same volume or intensity. I likely do the same time the the frequency so yeah, I usually train three days a week and I plan on also doing that when I go back in there but what I will be doing very differently is just let me give you a simple example of usually um, I recommend my clients and also of course to me I apply the same is that most of the times you really want to if you think of a RPE scale of 1 to 10 where one would mean you have like nine reps rest in reserve and 10 would mean you basically have no real rep left in you. Usually you want to take most, if not all of your sets towards a nine RPE kind of, where you just have one rep um, shy of technical failure basically. Um, so sometimes, but that's a, a topic for a different um, podcasts, you might even want to take it to failure, but that's something spe specific, strategic, and you don't do it with compound movements <laughs> when you are alone. Um, so yeah, that's definitely not what I'm going to do, right? Like if I know that I could do 10 ring pull-ups, then I'm not planning on going in there and try to replicate my 10 rep pull-ups because I've did so four weeks ago. What I'm going to do is start with a very low RPE. So I'm going to aim, and that is important because a lot of times we're too eager and we don't want to pace ourselves and we feel that, okay, I don't have the patience and I know I can do it, I'll just go back in there. And again, that would would have the chance of me having to lay off again afterwards because of maybe excessive soreness, because of maybe getting sick again. Um, I can expect to feel a little sore anyway, but I can avoid most of that if I go about it in the smart way. And that is, I will train with one set less than I usually do. So when I do three sets or four sets of a compound exercise, I will take it down to two sets this time. I will roughly aim for the same sets, but I will mainly let myself be guided by the RPE. So what it means is, let's just say if I do um, a dumbbell bench press with 40 pound dumbbells in each hand um, for eight reps, and that would give me the RPE of a nine, then now I might pick up the same weight, but that likely means I can only do four to five reps because I want to stick to an RPE of five to six. So basically, without making it too complicated, I will train the same exercises that I've been doing before. I will train as often as I've been doing before, but I cut every exercise down to one or two sets and I will only train to an RPE or a um, rate of perceived exertion or reps rest and reserve of about four to five. So that is definitely where a lot of people, yeah, don't have, I'd say, the patience or aren't really able to pace themselves enough. But that's very important because that is the point to what it leads. If I, if I do so for the first two, three exercise sessions, maybe even for the first two weeks, it allows me to ease back into training. It allows me to recover more efficiently for my next training session. It allows me to not be experiencing excessive soreness that can happen if you have a layoff like four weeks like I will have then. And that basically means I will get back into training faster. Sometimes the slower road is the faster road in the end. Because as I said, I will do that for one or two weeks and then I will slowly and gradually just start to bump up the RPE again and also to add back that one or two set that I took away from 
my exercises. So basically increase the volume to where it has been before in about week three and also increase the RPE to where it has been before in about week three or four. So basically you could call that I slowly bump up the volume, I slowly bump up the RPE when I feel ready for that. And that is very important and something you should do for yourself as well. If whatever it is, if you've been recovering from, doesn't even need to be being sick. It could also be for whatever reason you just stop training for four, six weeks or maybe something like that. Then that is a smart strategy. So yeah, I hope that has been insightful for you. And you know that it's not always go hard or go home, no pain, no gain, because in the end, sometimes it's just all pain if you aren't pacing yourself and if you aren't going about it in a smart way. So, yeah, if you enjoyed that podcast, if you want to apply for coaching, are interested in working with us one on one and become one of these hundreds of great transformations we already had, then check the show notes or Instagram and apply for a coaching call. Would be my pleasure to get to know you. Talk soon. Yes, yes, what did you think? What an amazing episode again. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, keep up the vegan vibes.